It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Listen, if you thought I was in a Christmas mood last week, the mood has amped up. We are currently 14 days, two weeks away from Christmas. Hope everyone's good. Hope everyone's feeling festive. This is the Alforn Podcast, sponsored by Betfred and produced by Feed Ignite. Season 2, episode 13, my guest is Jack Dean, aka Jack Mate, the YouTuber and currently one of the most successful podcasters in the UK at this very minute. Folks, what a guest, what a guy. I first met Jack uh, three years ago, I went on his original podcast, the Jackmate podcast, and um, had a blast with him and his co-host, uh, Nazar Tom Norris. Honestly, what a chat. You know, Jack, has he's such a successful YouTuber, and, um, you know, he kind of blends, he's a commentary channel on YouTube, but he blends that kind of with, you could say, Partridge-esque and Gervais-esque comedy. That's kind of the way he put it in the podcast. There was a lot of inspirations that he drew from those two comedic legends, Steve Coogan and Ricky Gervais, into his comedy on YouTube. You know, we talk about the Zoella advent calendar. He's got beef, he's got beef. He's known to have a couple of beef, you know, rivalries with the likes of Ellie Gold and Keemstar, Alfie Days, and, you know, of course, Zoella. But also, I mean, one of the most amazing things, he has a really close relationship with Ricky Gervais and Ricky Gervais has actually helped him out big time in his career. He's come on his podcast twice um, and there's a lovely story uh, in the podcast about him and Ricky Gervais. Um, and of course, his fiance Fiona, she's just a great support hub for him and has helped him out so much. Um, and, you know, he gave her the opportunity to, to leave her job in retail and kind of work together with him, which I think is an amazing thing. He's a huge West Ham fan. Overall, he's a really good guy and he's he's well respected in the UK YouTube community. And yeah, just a stand-up guy. And I, I, I had a great, a great time talking with Jack. 1.3 million subscribers on YouTube. Second most listened to comedy podcast in the UK, The Happy Hour with Jack Mate, which is fantastic, and his co-host Stevie White. So yeah, folks, this is a really good podcast and I really hope you enjoy it. Jack was a great guest. And um, I hope to have him on again in the future because we really did. We, we, we had a good chat. We talk about YouTube boxing as well, which is, uh, you know, it's the, everyone seems to be talking about that at the moment. It's the, the flavor of the season, YouTube boxing. So we get into that. But yeah, I hope you enjoy this one, folks. Season two, episode 13 of the Al Foran podcast. It's Jack Mate. Game on. Get £30 in free bets from Betfred when you sign up and stake a tenner. Football, racing, rugby, boxing. Betfred have markets available on all of the biggest matches, races, fights and more. Download the Betfred app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Or sign up through betfred.com. Game on! 18 plus BeGambleAware.org UK and Northern Ireland only First sports bet of £10 and over in one transaction Settled in 60 days Odds evens, brackets 2.0 and over £30 free bet paid within 10 hours of bet settlement 7 day expiry Payment restrictions apply SMS validation may be required Full terms and conditions apply Please gamble responsibly I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Jack Dean, a.k.a. Jack Mate, good friend of mine, as Trump would say, a very good friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. Early doors. <laughs> Early doors. The first time we met Jack was a couple of years ago. I was, I'm honoured I was one of the first kind of guests on your podcast with, um, with Tom Norris. Tom Norris. Nozzle. Yeah. And it was yeah, a yeah. blast. I had a blast going on. So I think that was just over three years ago. Yeah, mate. Oh, Jesus. To tell you the truth, like, I, I always forget about things like that because it seems like an age ago. Like, it seems like, you wait, what? I guess three years is still three years. But no, yeah, mate, you were one of the first to kind enough to uh, give me your time. And then, uh, yeah, so much has moved since then. So much has changed and, and whatnot. And I think we did the uh, we did the darts together, didn't we? Um, we did the darts. Yeah, a few a few months later, we did the darts at Ali Pat. That, good good was, laugh, Yeah, that was a great laugh. That was, that was mm. Jesus, that was chaotic, though. 
Yeah, yeah. Right. I remember seeing you at the FIFA launch as well, like when you was up there doing your thing on on the stage and that. It's just oh. like, I was like, it, 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 it seemed like everywhere I went, you were there doing something. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm now I'm old and they they forgot about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got a little one. Your life's got more exciting, mate. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, pal. I remember that FIFA launch. Jesus, I was up there with um, Lloyd Griffith, and I remember Lloyd kind of. In all fairness to Lloyd. He didn't know that I was going up. He was asked to kind of interview me. And when you're interviewing me, you interview me as different characters, of course. But they just sprung it up on him, I think, maybe 10 or 15 minutes before I was to go on. So it was just like I was trying to do a live gig, right? And I think yeah. I think it was like Lacazette and Christian Eriksen yeah. and a few other players were playing beside me. Deli Alley. FIFA 17, Deli Alley. And I was standing there doing a few impressions, trying to commentate on it. And they were there looking up at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> and everybody else, because there were screens everywhere else as well. And mm. everybody else was playing the game. So it was just, it was a bit of an awkward one. But I got, I got me video. <laughs> yeah, I got to meet Rio Ferdinand and I did the impression in front of him later on that night. So it was... Class. Did he like it? He loved it. He loved it. Yeah. He tried to get me to Top do Joe, Joe Pesci for his kid. And I just said, no, 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 I can't be going there now. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair but, enough, mate. <laughs> um, but listen, you grew up in Norwich. I'm, I'm right in mm. saying that. Um, yeah, mate. Uh, like, what, what were your kind of aspirations as a kid, like, did you always kind of, was, was media your thing? Did you want to go into it from a young kid? I know you're, you're a huge kind of fan of, of comedy, UK based comedy as well. And you kind of grew up watching that. Mm. And I know you kind of base a lot of your, your kind of stick, like for your content on that kind of comedy. Was that, was that your thing when you were younger? Yeah, mate, I think so. I think, I think, I think when you grow up and uh, you know kids just pick on any kind of any kind of thing that you're different for like kids will pick up on it uh, sort of pick pick on you for it and I uh, I'm ginger as we can all see I know I try and hide it with a bleach but I, I'm I'm, a, I'm ginger at heart uh, so kids kids would often give me a bit of stick for that so I soon realised that the best way to kind of fit in with the cooler kids was to self-deprecate um and and, and that's something that I, I i still do to to this day so yeah i think i started to learn about comedy and and, and stuff like that from from a young age i always wanted to be a stand-up comedian haven't mm. really i've dabbled but i haven't really gone into that sort of area yet because this is back when before youtube was a thing so mm. youtube couldn't have been an aspiration of mine i didn't I, but i've always been very creative mate so from a young age i was always drawing cartoons writing stories like all of that kind of sort of stuff and then um mm. yeah so so to answer uh answer your question i reckon aspirations probably i knew i always kind of knew in the back of my mind it would be something to do with media or, or comedy or something like that and i guess like what i do now is kind of like a culmination of all of those things together so yeah, yeah. i get i guess i was always on that sort of trajectory yeah yeah because i think like i think your content is very unique there's a lot of kind of call them i think their commentary channels is what they're kind of yeah. known as but you kind of bring an element of there's an element of energy to to your content, you know, when when you're calling out right. the YouTubers, and I think it is very unique, and it is it has that British kind of style of comedy, which everyone mm -hmm. loves, you know, the Yanks yeah. love it as well. They absolutely adore it, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as well, like so, your 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 first kind of your first kind of thing was you decided to go on Big Brother in 2012 for a week. Was that kind of a test thing? Or, I know, I know, I know. Because I've seen you, listen, you put a video up about it and I just wanted to know what, yeah. what, was, the, what was kind of the task behind, behind that? Well, this is the thing. Uh, one, of the, one of the biggest changes, I, so going back to the commentary style of comment, comedy and that, like there's two big changes that I've kind of had in my life in the past sort of five, six years. So the first mm. one was, uh, is like kind of, I used to just call people out for anything, uh, not really have much thought behind it, just think, oh, this guy's a prick, I'll call him out. Whereas now I really put a lot of thought and time into who I'm actually calling out, do they deserve it? Since doing my podcast, I've met a whole array of people. They're not all bad people. So that, that's, that was my first thing I had to learn. And the other thing that I've come to get back to your big brother thing, the other thing that I've sort of changed over the years as well is I used to just 
and it's embarrassing to admit it, but it's the truth. I used to just want to be famous. Like I was like, mm. that was my thing. I want to be famous. I want to be known. And then as I grew up and I mellowed out a lot in kind of like the early, in my early twenties and whatnot, I'm tw- almost 28 now. That's so far removed from my thought process. Now mm. I'm very lucky in terms of being able to, people w- will recognize me and whatnot. And, and the level where I'm at, where I'm at now I'm content. Like this is this is fine. Like whereas back in the day, it would be like, oh, I want to be this super famous person, but I didn't have a shtick. I didn't have a thing. So it's just like, well, I'll just go down the route of reality television, which is, I mean, in my opinion, like if people want to do that, they're fine to do it. In my opinion, I just think it's a bit of a, it's a bit naff, really. um, And I wouldn't dream of doing it now. So yeah, I I applied for Big Brother in the traditional way. I went Mm. to Wembley, applied. as I say, wasn't there as like a YouTuber or anything like that, just a normal, normal citizen went, went there, got through the stages. Um, and then I think when I applied, cause there was like a hundred thousand people apply or something. I was like, yeah, this is never going to become a reality. I was almost just dipping my toe in the water to see what mm. it was like. And then uh, long story short, the summer went by and I kept getting these phone calls to the next bit, to the next bit, to the next bit. And then I get told I'm on the show. And I was like, 19 at the time uh very naive and i went and i got put in this hotel for a week no phone nothing and then they sent me into big brother on the friday and i used to watch big brother when i was a young when i was a teenager and that so i knew the format yeah Hmm. i I knew the format pretty well but you know how they go in on a friday night and there's like well it used to be davina then then there was someone else like and there's all the crowd yeah, there, 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 there was none of that. I went in in the morning and I went up the stairs, went in the normal way, but there's no crowd. There's no presenter. There's nothing. And I literally see, and people think I'm joking when I say this, but the, I'm literally seeing a builder with his ass out, like just hammering nails into the set. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this, this is the real Big Brother house, but this can't be... This can't be Big Brother. And I ended up living in the house for a week. And long story short, I was a test housemate. And I didn't know they, they did this. But before they do the main show, they do they do a week with these guinea pig housemates. So I was a guinea pig. And then I got put on standby for the actual show. And I never got the call. No one left that year. So that, it was a blessing and a curse because I got to experience it. Yeah. And I'm also now not branded really with being somebody that was in Big Brother, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, and I used I used to love watching Big Brother. I think I remember the the celebrity one in two thousand and six. I think I remember Leo Sayer. Remember the singer Leo Sayer? He had a huge breakdown. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah, the guy, funniest yeah. thing ever. He sang that song. <laughs> you yeah, make yeah, yeah. me feel like that. And, and I remember he had, he had this huge breakdown. He just went nuts. He goes, I can't get any fucking food. This is fucking shit. He squared, he's about five foot two and he was squaring up to the bodyguards to get out of the place. Oh. Yeah, mate. Oh, absolutely. It's trash TV. But I mean, when you sat at home and you're just monging out, that's what, that's the kind of stuff yeah. you want to watch. Well, Do you remember who, who was the guy... Um, who, oh, he's a really creepy guy. I think he was a politician, but he was like, would you like me to be the cat? Like, do you remember that? Oh, I don't remember that one, no. <laughs> How do you not remember that? That's the most infamous Big Brother moment ever. It was basically some politician who was role-playing a cat, and he was, like, licking some woman's palms. It was just, like, all integrity is out the window now, if it wasn't already. <laughs> Send that link to me after we finish. I will do. I will do. <laughs> oh, yeah, and even, even as well, it was... Still on the topic of Big Brother, like the mm. David's dead. That I know that's that was a racing one, but that is one of the funny <laughs> pieces of television <laughs> I've ever. It just was. <laughs> that was class. That uh, was class. And then he actually did die, didn't he? A few months after. He did. He did. He died. Yeah. I think he died a few years after. But they oh, went into him, and he was like he was asleep. But it yeah. looked. It. But the, your one saw him asleep. And assumed that he he had passed away, and she ran away screaming. It was just uh, oh, was you can't write it. No, you can't write that. You can't. So but, um, <laughs> we go into YouTube and and mm. kind of. I suppose YouTube was growing big time, and, and the UK scene on YouTube is just mm. incredible. Um, for me, for me, it it is the, it is the scene. It was you know K- KSI. You know, lo- love him or hate him, I, I I have a lot of respect for him, and mm-hmm. I loved his his early stuff when he would play FIFA, and he was just yeah. he was just a lunatic. I just I, I loved his content. He was kind of the, I suppose he he lit the he ignited the flame 
yeah. for the UK community, which which led to the likes of yourself and and even you know the likes of the True Geordie coming along as well, mm-hmm. um, and and many many more many more. There's so many, but in the in the early days of your YouTube, was it kind of did you take the approach of it kind of as as a vlog kind of a daily vlog thing was that because no I know a lot of people did that yeah start at YouTube and I know you worked with you worked with um especially some great Irish talent you worked with Keen Toomey at the start and Sean Burke as well mm-hmm. you yeah. know mm-hmm. how was how that how how was kind of the early days for YouTube at YouTube for yourself it goes back to that thing about just wanting to be famous and not really having a a, a talent or anything so I was just back in the day I, I used to watch a guy called Charlie is so cool, like, who's this, like, quintessential British bloke, uh, did videos on, like, how to make a perfect cup of tea, he'd buy, like, 50 packs of wine gums and count how many colours you get in each one, and it was just like that, I guess you could class it as sort of, like, bad content now now everyone's up the up the game and but back then that was all youtube was 2006 youtube was this that you made next door just filming stuff on a webcam so i turned the webcam on and i wanted to be like that i wanted to just do fun stuff i I remember i went vegetarian for a week i thought that was the hardest thing in the world i thought it was some big challenge and all of this sort of like the stuff that i'd consider to be not all all that now but Mm. as a teenager obviously you haven't got the budget you're just having having fun so Mm. yeah i wanted to be a vlogger I wanted to be the traditional kind of vlogger guy and then um I'll probably jump in the gun a little bit here I don't know if this is for a bit later on but the reason why I started to become a commentary youtuber and started to ultimately do comedy videos taking the piss out of other youtubers is because it was kind of like this thing where it's like you want to be you want to be like these people at the top for so long mm. and you I, I meet them and they're not how they come across on the screen. So I'm I'm somebody who's from a very normal upbringing. Like mm. I, I I'm from a, a council house, like council estate. Mm. Um, grew up not with not much money. And you see these kids who you think are similar. You think are like you. They're just doing these things. And then you meet them, and they're a bunch of posh kids. And they and they come up to you, and they're like, "How many subscribers have you got?" Like that's the first thing they say. And you're like. Suddenly the dream shatters. It's like, actually, I don't want to be like you because you're not my kind of people. So then I learned to do it in my own way. And the vlogger stuff then, I was like, that's too fluffy. It's too like chubby bunny challenge, all that kind of stuff. So I I guess I took a more cynical look at it because I've been in the middle of it and uh, just started to to find my own way. And I'm so grateful I did because I ultimately halved my own sort of niche then. Um, Mm. A a, a lot of people, and, and this isn't me blowing my own trumpet but i've spoke to i've had the likes of joe weller on my podcast will yeah. and me and and th- those two are known for doing like sort of piss takey comedy videos and both of them s- cited me as one of the the people that they watched before they started i'm not saying that's because of any sort yeah. of talent or anything like that but j- purely because i've been doing it so long i'm one of the ogs in youtube yeah. now, which sounds weird to say at 20 27 so, 28 joe seems like an absolute just a lovely fella yeah, mate, yeah. He's, he's, he's one of these ones where I always say, like, I'm so lucky enough to have met a lot of people from all walks of life. Mm. Any YouTuber you name, I've probably met them. But Weller is the one I saw most of myself in. I don't know if he'll mm. take that as a compliment or not, but uh, he's very open with his struggles. He opens up mm. about mental health and stuff. And I mean, I, I, I go through it like many, many people do. And, mm. and hearing Joe, who on on the outside, he's this tough sort of like, almost arrogant cocky like bloke Mm. like um but having that sort of soft center and showing that in such a public way like that made me think like oh i'm gonna start talking about my my problems and it really Mm. helped me and well just a little story but when he came on my podcast i was like I don't get nervous, but I'm, I'm, I was more sort of, I wanted it to be a good show. I knew he could bring a good show. And with Joe, I almost feel like you can get him on a good day or a bad day. And he came and we spoke for two hours and it was the most seamless thing ever. I always have my, or I always have my questions written, but they, they mm. fell by the wayside early doors because it was just like a normal conversation. And then we yeah. finished at two hours and he's the first guest to ever say to me, he's like, uh, I thought I was going to apologise because I'd asked him if he could have an hour and a half of his time. And he turned around and he went, has it been two hours? And I went, yeah, he went, let's go again. Let's go another hour. And I was like, oh, my God, what a, what yeah. a delight. Yeah, so he Brilliant. was just, yeah, top lad he is, top lad. Yeah, mm. no, nah, he comes across as a really, uh, just a, a lovely fella. 100%, really mate, 100%. Um, and, and that's essentially what happened. You, you you shifted the focus. We all grow. We all grow as performers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, if you look at my impressions from 10 years ago, you just Jesus Christ, you know, <laughs> the hell? you know, it's, yeah. you have to, you have to kind of, 
you have to constantly work on your on your craft and that's why you kind of shifted the focus from it being essentially kind of i suppose vlog and whatever and it turned into a commentary channel yeah mate. but i think it is the commentary channel because you're critiquing these youtubers and you're critiquing the right ones because they're so out of touch with reality yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm glad you said it you know they are and, and i say that you know they're probably listen they might be nice people if you meet them but you know their content their, their perception of of them through their content is a bit you know yeah 100 percent. you know there's a lot of thought that goes into like so i don't actually I, I you're right in saying i am a commentary youtuber i can't i can't escape that but and I, i'm not but you, to, but, but you blend you blend comedy and you blend there's, yeah. there's timings I, I know you put a lot of work behind you know each kind of segment that you put into that video yeah for sure it's it's, it's it's me and alfie who's a guy that helps me with my content now like we we will have we have whiteboards full of like who not like who do they really deserve to be called out so for jeremy lynch for example it's like we we understand there's a there's a human there there's a guy there but we, mm. you, we think what has he done wrong like and is it worth and ultimately like i think as you probably know al from over the time like i used to just call people like c-u-n-t and that'd be that and there'd be no thought whereas now we do comedy songs and we kind of just poke fun at them and ultimately if people say are oh, you going too far like the bullying word's been branded around a little bit which is mm. crazy because if you look at the people with chosen to go for they're people that are threatened to stab other youtubers at charity football games and that mm. so if i can't do a comedy song calling out somebody for threatening to stab someone mm. then who can you call out <laughs> yeah yeah it's a yeah. weird world it, yeah no listen it, it is a strange one and i think you know one of the first ones i think was uh, one of the well the one that i've seen we'll, we'll get to zoella was, mm. is, was zoella's partner alfie days mm. Yeah, um, it was a one pound a day or something. So. <laughs> yeah, where he has to moan about not he doesn't get his uh, expensive water in the morning. He's like, "What am I going to do?" <laughs> yeah, but surely, but surely he knows before he's going to post. Jesus, are people going to look at this like you know? But but this is the thing. That's why it works because they don't know because they yeah. are so out of touch. Like so, he does what he, he started. Um, the video saying i'm only going to spend one pound a day like or for 24 hours i'm going to spend a pound and then he buys like a 60 pound beard comb and, and then and then and like, i've never spent 60 quid on any comb like or like 60 quid like i know when i have to buy fifa for 60 quid but he's, uh, <laughs> but he's gone and got a beard comb and then he's like um oh what, what does he say oh and and then he and then suddenly he's like yeah well i actually said i'm only going to spend one pound on food so i was like all right so what is this video we're watching it? you buying a beard comb <laughs> yeah it's mad they're so out of touch but that's why it's fun to put, sort of poke fun at yeah yeah absolutely it, it, honestly um and the, you know we come to the zoella video mm. and that was the video that really just blew up for you it, it just brought you to a completely a completely different level and you know mm. you, you got a lot of attention you got like especially over in ireland a lot of people in art like a lot of people in ireland follow yeah. Zoella and it got so much attention over here wow honestly I I screamed I showed my dad the video showed my mom the video <laughs> like I just could not stop laughing at it because just as each as each each little day was open it was just, got, it just worse got, and worse yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it, it literally wrote itself that calendar yeah. like it was it, it, I, I, I bought the calendar and um and as you say, that really did change things for me. I remember actually sweating about having to pay the 50 quid, whether I was like, I don't know if this is going to be worth it in the long run. Yeah. Ultimately, it's the best 50 quid I've ever spent in my life. Probably. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm the, I always say I'm the only person to actually get the money's worth out of that calendar. But yeah. um, she, the, it was, we, we looked, I looked at some of the stuff. I had to look online at what was it behind each door. Because if, if I bought it and it was just normal stuff, there's no mm. joke there. So I was, I was going through the list and one of the things, one of the doors said, seven stickers and i was like that that can't be what's what's behind that door like surely it's something else and was, so when i've opened it i've actually seen the seven stickers behind one of the doors small know, was, stickers like tiny yeah, tiny little tiny little stickers and then yeah. one, one of the doors was a 
pencil. There's a pencil, oh yeah, I remember it, yeah. And then a pencil case was in another one. So you've not even put both of them in the same door. Like you can get your pencil one day, but you have to wait a day to protect it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cra- it, was, it was crazy, mate. But I almost didn't upload that video. That was like the one video where I was like, I don't know if I go a bit too far, but ultimately I'm not really attacking her. I'm just attacking this terrible product. The so product, yeah. I'd had a few jars in the pub and I told my, I showed my mates the video. It was all edited, ready to go, but I wasn't going to post it. And I showed them and they were they were laughing. My mates don't like my content. Do you know what I mean? Like they're, oh. they're just no, normal lads. Like they're just- Yeah, they're, yeah your mates they're, bring you down to earth and yeah. my mates are the same. Yeah, a hundred percent. And yeah. and so so that, and I won't show, show them or like I, I might tell them what I'm doing in my career and they'll they show a little bit of interest but ultimately they're, they're good lads and I, I showed them the video and they were creasing and I was like oh this isn't what I expected usually they're just <laughs> like yeah it's quite good and they went yeah. you've got to post that mate so I, I sat in the pub posted it and I used to get 30,000 views overall on a video so if a video hit 30k I was happy and I refreshed it and after 25 minutes I had 30k and I was like wow oh, like wow. that's my that like, i knew something was gonna yeah. kind of uh go good then and then, and then i remember the next morning this was a saturday night the next morning i had some sunday league football to play so i woke up with a hangover went through mackie's drive-thru double such a name mcmuffin meal and i'm sat there waiting for my um thing and i'd forgotten that i'd posted it because i'd have been pissed the night before so i've looked at my phone seen all these notifications refreshed it and had two hundred thousand views and my most viewed video at the time, I think it had 100,000. So it doubled in like the space of like 12 hours or something. Wow. Yeah. So it was insane. And then it was, and then it all took off from there. Yeah. And has she ever responded? Has she ever said anything about us to you or? No, she, no, nah, she, she hasn't, mate. She hasn't. I think, uh, yeah, nothing at all. I don't think, I think I'm blocked on Twitter, actually. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm blocked by a lot of YouTubers, to be fair, mate. <laughs> uh, well, I was we, we, before we started recording, we were blocked by a certain um, Keem star. Ooh. Both of us were blocked by, but he, he, I seen him one of the videos that you put up when you were at the uh, Logan and KSI fight that he uh, he screamed at you that you were unfunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I saw him and I, he was like a few rows ahead of me and I shouted like, I was like, Keysa, Keysa, you hate me, don't you? And he's turned mm-hmm. around and he's like, he called me the British H3H3, but I quite like H3. I don't know if you mm. if you know Ethan Klein or his podcast, but I think it's quite yeah. good. So yeah. I, that was a bit of a compliment. And then I said to him, I was like, you're like 60 years old, shit joke. And then, But then he's turned around and I didn't notice this on the night because again, I was smashed. But uh, I had the footage and I've looked and he's taken off. I don't know if you see this in the video, but right at the end, he takes off his Yeezy, his, his shoe, his trainer, and he's holding it up and he's just pointing at his shoe. And I didn't know what that meant. And I'm looking at the footage back and I'm like saying to my pal, I'm like, what? Why is he? I don't understand why he's pointing at his trainer. Apparently, it's because it was an expensive trainer, as if I give a shit, like a shit, what, what, what he's wearing. Like, is it, yeah. imagine being that old, because I know you mentioned a minute ago that we've both sort of grown as performers mm. and stuff. Uh, uh, imagine being that old, but still flexing your trainers on someone. It's like, yeah. it doesn't, it, weird guy. Yeah, just, it seems like a, he seems like a very problematic individual. Mm. Uh, that's that's the impression I got. I, he said something to you on on Twitter, and I I, I chimed in. I I, <laughs> I I I think I I did the yeah. You're an old man joke yeah. that talks about you know fucking yeah. people half you know half your age, yeah, quarters your age. You know, yeah. get a life. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you have my back. No, I, and he blocked me as well. <laughs> <laughs> but um. There's, there's as well and it's just such a strange one and I don't know how this one came about but mm. Ellie Golding yeah what was the story behind behind that I'm mad see this is the thing people just think I guess they're right but people just think I just get in beef with people but <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't deny it but this happened she was on X Factor a few years ago and um I just don't think she's very good. I think she's very breathy. Like, <sighs> like she always needs to cough up like furball or something. Mm. And um, so I've put a story on and I've just, and, and and this is probably around the Zoella time. So my following isn't half of what it is now. So now for a bit of context, like I have to be careful with who, like I don't want to just like be horrible to people, especially yeah. with all that following. Because the more followers you have, the more kind of responsibility you've got, right? So back then with the Zoella thing, I was like, I had a few followers, nothing crazy. So I've just done a little Instagram story and I've gone like, 
how's she getting gigs? Like, and then I'm filming it and then uh, I do an impression of her, but obviously it's terrible. Mm. And then someone's clipped it out and put it on Twitter and she's replied saying I'll, something along the lines of, I'll, I'd knock you out, you basic bitch. To which I replied, I'm getting called a basic bitch by a lady whose lyrics are, I'm going to let it burn, 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 burn. <laughs> and then that just shows a bit of back and forth. And then yeah. it was all in the, all on these newspapers in the Metro and in the, all these shitty little sort of, yeah, weird. It's, it's amazing what Twitter can do. <laughs> Imagine me and Ellie Golden having a scrap. That could be the next sort of fight. <laughs> the, ne- the next big fight, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and the thing is, Al, she would knock me out. I've seen, she I've is. Seen, She's, yeah. I've, she trains a lot, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah. She yeah. trains in boxing as well. Yeah, she contacted Eddie Hearn. She contacted Eddie Hearn and was like, is there anything you can, you can do here? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. About fighting you? Not fighting me. Oh. <laughs> I'm there thinking, hang on. <laughs> she, she, she contacted Eddie Hearn about possibly kind of going. Yeah, like but maybe oh. maybe maybe trying to get in. Yeah, like I think it's Katie Taylor just randomly um, DM'd Eddie Hearn back in the day, didn't? It, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. And then look, look what happened. Look what's happened there. She so. was listen. Yeah, Katie, Katie is our sweetheart. Yeah, now I do an impression of her, and she does. She doesn't mind me doing the impression of her. Mm. You know, she yeah. she's she's um. She she did she sent out a video to me last year. I did the pantomime, and she said, "You know, you better stop doing that impression. You know what I mean? Like, you better stop. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to listen. She is a she's just unbelievable. Yeah, class. Absolutely. We don't class. we don't have many. Obviously, we have McGregor, we have Roy Keane, we have Brian O'Driscoll, we have you know not many big sporting stars. And for Katie Taylor to to kind of be winning every single belt in the women's division it's it's huge for us it's huge. yeah phenomenal me, me and you actually had a bit of a, a tiny little thing on twitter about declan rice remember because <laughs> declan rice fo- fo- i'm not gonna say it about declan rice he follows me on twitter but i was very upset like i was upset when jack Grealish chose to play for england over ireland oh i can't That's remember it. what this was I think ah no, I think you were talking about that because you because you're you're a big West Ham fan. Yeah, big Declan Rice fan. But yeah, listen, yeah. Declan Rice is a great player. Mm. Um, he's he has a big future ahead of him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think you remember talking about Declan Rice, world class. How I think you said hope he hope he chooses England or something like that. And I yeah. came in and I went Jack no with a heart, <laughs> the heartbreaking emoji and the Irish flag. <laughs> Gary Lineker as well I went in I said, Gary Lineker says let's hope he chooses England over Ireland and I was like no it's not fair he's played he's played on he's played under 21s under 18s for Ireland why is he doing this now? yeah yeah I mean I, I fully am, am, like I can understand how annoying that must be like how frustrating that must be we like, could have had Wayne Rooney you know yeah, <laughs> so many players we could have had but listen yeah. understandable it's understandable yeah. I suppose you know <laughs> That pains you to say that, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's 60 million people in, in, in England and then there's only 4 million in little old Ireland, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I want to talk about your... You, you have a great relationship with Ricky Gervais. Mm, yeah. And he's been on your podcast. And yeah. He was on the Jack Mace podcast. Has he, he's been on the Happy Hour as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, yeah. Um, and he, but- he's actually helped you. Oh, mate, he's helped me so much. So this is the thing, like, so I've, I've done about four or five different bits and bobs with him. Um, and then I completely get why, like, when I do, when, I, when I'm a guest on podcasts like this one, like, mm. people want to, want to know about it. Of course, like, he's a, he's, yeah. he's, a, he's a top, top star. But I always feel weird talking about it. And I always have to sort of, like, preface it with, like, saying... Um, we we get on and, and he's he's helped me more than he realizes in in uh, in my career. Mm. But it feels weird because it's like to him, he's probably just just been a guest on a podcast and and stuff like that. Mm. But uh, to me, because it's helped me so much, I don't want people to think that I'm just like going round going like, oh, he's my best pal or whatever. Like, it's, it's nothing. Like, but the the, the quick way it, it, that it happened, if you want to know the quick run through of, of mm. things, was this is how much of a legend he is. So. I've been a fan of his for years. I have a lot of the, the David Brent mannerisms in my comedy. I think when you're when you're a British lad or an English lad in particular, like you do, like it's either you yeah. have Brent in you or a bit of Partridge, just one or the other. That's yeah. that's the way. That's the traditional sort of roots <laughs> because they're such huge sort of comedy icons. So I followed. He followed me back on Twitter after I tweeted him uh, many many moons ago. So I had all of his Blu-rays, so I just tweeted him. He followed me back, and then. Uh, 
I was like, play it cool, play it cool. Don't DM him, don't do any of that. Waited four years. He's released David Brent Life on the Road, the, the movie that follows on from The Office. Mm. And I was like, ah, oh, I've done a press junket before. I know he's going to be doing a press junket. Maybe I can get in. I just wanted to speak to the man. That was all it, all it was in any capacity. So I contacted his management, waited a week. They told me there was no no space, no time. It had already filled up. So I messaged that I DM Gervais for the first time. And I said, oh, Ricky, I was really wanted to interview you for this film. I think we've got a similar sort of audience, mainly because I just rip off what you do. And um, <laughs> uh, I thought it'd be a good chance to sort of promote the film a bit. And he said, he just replied one line, who said there wasn't time? So I was like, mm, well, I don't want to don't want to get anyone in trouble. So I just went, ah, oh, like, just like is the, the day's full, whatever. And he said, well, I finished the day at half five at this hotel in London. He was like, come then and we'll make time at the end of the day. Wow. So I was like, oh, what a legend. So wow. I turned up, brought my own sort of camera crew and Tom Norris was the, the guy that filmed it for yeah. me. And um, Gervais, well, and, and at a press junk, I don't know, have you done press junkets before, Al? I haven't, no, no, I'd love to. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. sure you'll be you'll be fucking great at them. But yeah. like, you get you get five minutes with the with the person, no matter how big they are or how small they are. Like you mm. get five minutes, and you get sort of like thirty seconds to introduce yourself and thirty seconds to say goodbye. So you get six minutes overall. So I I, I I was just expecting just to ask a few questions, but he's come into this room, and I went, Ricky, nice to meet you, and I'm shitting myself, and uh, and and I went, uh, yeah. Uh, how, how long? How long? How long have you got? Fully expecting to say six minutes, and he went however long it takes. And I was just like, wow. wow. So I sat there, had half an hour with him. He was incredible. Um, I'll tell you something though. We cut it out of the video. I was really nervous, really nervous, and and because for me this was like the sort of the 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 point that my career had been going up to. Like I want to yeah. sit with this man and <laughs> learn from him. And uh, I used to always do these things in my celebrity interviews. And up until that point, I'd done about four. We're talking the likes of Leona Lewis, Caroline Flack, sort of people like that. Mm. Um, and uh, I sit, sit next to them. And my little thing is to go, hey, you're right, mate, you look nervous. And tell the other person they look nervous and try and grab them in and pull them in a little bit. And it usually breaks the ice a little bit. Yeah. I said to Ricky, I went, you look nervous. And he didn't understand. He didn't get it. And I went like that and he didn't move. So I tried to pull him in. He didn't move. So I was like, <laughs> so I just took my hand off and I was like, fuck this is my one chance and i'm fucking it so the next couple of minutes is a bit shaky it's like trying to break the ice and then slowly something just thank god something clicked and then we're just having loads of laughs and to this day i mean i'll show people that video i'm really proud of it and you can tell it's genuine laughs from him Mm. and we really got on and then so we've done a few more things after that and the best thing ever one of my career highlights is he invited me onto his show. So he, wow. he does a radio show called Ricky Gervais' Dead yeah. on Sirius on, um, on, on Sirius <laughs> FM. And uh, yeah, he invited me down. I mean, it was the night before he invited me down. So I'm sure someone dropped out and I was the replacement. But I'm happy to be Ricky's replacement any day of the, wow. any day of the week. So after that, I bought, him, uh, I bought him a bottle of wine to say thank you. Sent it to his house with a little mm. note just saying thanks for everything you've taught me. And uh, since then, just stayed in touch and that. So uh, yeah. it's a bit of a pinch myself moment, to be honest, mate. Uh, I, he's my comedy hero. And uh, we sort of know of each other now. So That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's you know, honestly. What a man. They say never meet your heroes, but I met mine and he was top class. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Ah, that's, man, I'm not surprised. He just seems like... He seems like just an, an amazing guy, just a great guy. I'm willing to to kind of give any advice to any oh, young up, up and coming comedian. There's no, there's a lot of people who don't understand Ricky's sort of spiel think he's very arrogant. Uh, you see him at the Golden Globes and, and he does come across as like this sort of, he's, he, he portrays this ego, but that it's all like, it's all just comedy. Like there's, yeah. there's no ego there whatsoever. He turns up, he's in black joggers, black trainers, just all black, like just, he's just the most normal bloke. And that's because he yeah. was 41 before the office ever really went massive. Like yeah. he's had a life as a, as a, as a normal person, quote unquote. So, yeah. so, so yeah, he's, he's, there's no ego there. He's just an absolute legend. I can't speak highly enough about the man. Yeah, no, it's, mm. a, it's a lovely story, man. It's great. Love hearing stuff like that, honestly. Yeah. And obviously, you know, with YouTube, you know, your YouTube has grown and grown and grown. And then you finally reach that point where, you know, you hit the big one million on YouTube. Mm. Yeah. What was that feeling like for you? I'd say it was, I, I know, I, I remember how happy you were through, I remember seeing on Twitter how happy you were and it was amazing. Yeah, that was always my goal. That was always that was another one of them. Um, it's funny because I hit a million uh, 
in December two years ago. And uh, in that same month, I scored my first goal for my Sunday league side, and it was a worldie. It was a complete <laughs> fluke, complete <laughs> fluke, but it was a worldie. And I got engaged to uh, Fiona, to which, Fiona come, yeah. Yeah, which comes in at the third spot there, just below yeah. the goal. And the, and the, <laughs> <laughs> and the she, I've got to be careful because she's here doing some editing to my right. She just give me the eyes. <laughs> but um, So that month, that month was crazy, mate. Um, I, I, I kind of... I don't know if this can be portrayed as sort of arrogance or self-belief, but from the moment I hit about 100K subscribers, I said to my cousin Jamie, who obviously I've grown up with my whole life, I said to him, I will hit a million subscribers. And he was like, because mm, it's a bit harder to do back then. I know now it's a bit easier, but I was like, I will hit a million. And, yeah. and then I got to 300K and I didn't grow for about two, three years. And I was like, yeah. And the doubt starts to seep in. And then yeah. luckily, some YouTuber released a shit advent calendar and it all sort of went a bit... <laughs> it all <laughs> went... <laughs> yeah, a bit mad. But I, I hit I hit the million when I was actually out on a Christmas night out in a, in a nightclub and I was holding up the picture and I just see it tick over to a million. So it was an unreal, unreal moment, mate. And uh, uh, since then, I'm not, I'm not genuinely not fussed about the numbers now like i'm only yeah. on i say only i'm very thankful and appreciate appreciative of what i have but so i i grafted to get that million and now i'm on 1.3 i think so yeah. i'm not it, to me mate I've, I've i've done what i need to do as long as i can just keep that core audience there yeah. i'm more than happy and i mean it from the bottom of my heart when i say i'm not asked about that yeah. that subscriber count anymore and you do you have you have a very loyal audience as well that that, that love your content and that's that's the main thing yeah. I just so talk to me about about Fiona because she's a massive support hope for you and and she helps you so much yeah in, in, with everything which I just think it's it's fantastic to see really it's she's great just, she's just the just just a diamond mate like sitting here editing edit, editing now like yeah um she she used to work uh so ever since I, I've been with her, like she's, she worked a retail job and she was with me when, when we got together, it was coming up to six years now. And um, so things were very, very different. I was living in a little uh, box room at my uncle's old house and uh, didn't have any money. I was in my overdraft and she would work and uh, she'd get up in the morning and go to work and I'd feel like a bit of the, like a bum because I'd be I wouldn't really be doing anything mm. so I'd be I'd be like editing I'd, I'd have to think like I'm going to have to start doing something with my life or she's going to want other things and and, and, mm. and, I, and I couldn't blame her so she was always the one that was like you need to crack on like get this done get that done and I'm I'm a normal guy so I struggle with my vices just like anyone else so yeah. I'll like a drink and like sometimes I'll let that get on top of me during the first lockdown it's no secret I was getting pissed on the regularly like on the regular i should say and she's like the rock that's like yeah. sorts me out and without her there to go like look you've got to do this tomorrow this 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 then i don't know what i would do so yeah luckily i've been able to repay a little bit of the sort of faith she put in me by getting her out of her retail job in january last year and i mean mm -hmm. she's not looked back since because she's she's editing these clips and she's she comes to and does the podcast with me every week and she and i think she she enjoys what she does much more than she did before so yeah yeah dream team mate and we i mean we play together work together all of that kind of stuff and, yeah. we, and, and we get on like we're best pals so, so that's amazing that's yeah. that's fantastic and mm. the fact that that as well you could do that for her as well to provide her with the, this this new exciting life you mm. know it's it's brilliant oh mate it's it's such a it's such a yeah that that's the moment where, that I'm most proud about is 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 stuff like that. I I used yeah. to say to her for years out I was like get out of this get out of this shop because yeah. I I won't name the shop but like I worked she, in retail too and people have to do what they have to do like yeah. people have to grind I'm not yeah. saying that at all but I'm very lucky and very fortunate that I've been doing this for 10 12 years I've set myself up this platform now that generates an income so I was able to say to her come and do this like this this will work for both of us like for example she used to cat shoplifters at her work and I had to come mm. in sometimes when she'd be in tears because they're, they've squared up to her like these big yeah. men and that yeah. and I was like this company doesn't care about you so why are you building their future build yeah. your own future with me and and then so she's come on and uh, we've just absolutely smashed it the last couple of years and we're due to buy a house next year mate so so Amazing. like it's yeah it's all gone it's all gone gravy now yeah that's mm. that's it yeah you know the house and everything and it's when we got our house here as well, it was just, it was the best thing. Great achievement, mate. It is. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic, honestly. Yeah. I'm delighted here. And 
she Sophia's running around everywhere as yeah. well, you know. So yeah. it's fantastic. Unreal, and, mate. And that that probably might that could be the future for you guys as well, you know. <laughs> Who knows? And it's it's listen, it's 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 a lovely thing. Yeah. Um, it's a lot Amazing. of it's it's a lot of work, but it's the best work you'll ever do in your life. That's I've had I've had a few people say that. Yeah, yeah. What 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 was that like the first moment you see your your, your daughter? Oh, you know, started by <laughs> the the tears started flowing down my face. Yeah, I bet. I couldn't help it. I just she was the most beautiful thing I ever seen, you know, and and it's it's amazing. It, honestly, it, you know, it, I can't describe that feeling when when you see your child for the first time. It's it it is you know I, I say to any any you know any of my mates you know what mm. one of my pals there from from where I live in Port Marnock he just recently his, him his partner had a, a baby boy and I said I said to you I said I said it to him before I said you're in for the best moment of your life and he texts me says best moment of my life oh amazing you know? yeah it's, it's just it's, it's class it really yeah. is it's unreal brilliant. Yeah, you know, lovely stuff, mate. I love hearing stuff like that. You know, she and she, but she runs around and she she loves her Peppa Pig and Peppa Pig this, Peppa Pig that, <laughs> you know, and and she's I think she's developing the Peppa Pig accent as well, like a lot of the kids. George, George, she says. <laughs> I'm no. Daddy Pig, by the way. That's my name. My name's Daddy Pig. <laughs> uh, unreal, unreal. Um, I want to get into the happy hour because you started off as a YouTuber, Jack, but I think you're probably one of the most successful podcasters right now in the UK. I appreciate um, that, mate. Thank you. 100%. This podcast, um, you yourself and Stevie, mm-hmm. uh, just, you're, you're killing it at the moment. You're having fantastic guests on. It's gone mad. And it looks like you are just loving every minute of it. It's oh, it's the most fun I've ever had on YouTube ever. Like yeah. I've I've always again we, we can't hide from the fact that I'm big Gervais fan. I used to listen to the Gervais podcast back in the day. I've always had a keen interest in podcasts, but they just never seem to be around. They never mm. like the, Gervais did them in the early two thousands, and then and then they yeah. sort of went. And then I tried one before, as you say, you came on, and it was in the little YouTube space, and there was absolutely nothing wrong with that show. I enjoyed it, but I couldn't get, I couldn't book the space as much as I wanted to. So they'd be like, "You can have a slot here, and then two weeks time, three weeks." I was like, mm. "There's no consistency," so I wasn't uploading, yeah. I wasn't building that audience. And then, um, long story short, but there's a big, big uh, football. Uh, podcast in the UK called the Football Ramble, mm. um, and and I'm a big fan of it. It's the only book I've ever read, actually. And uh, one day I get an email from one of the guys from the Football Ramble, and he's like, "We like what you do. Do you want to come in for a little pilot?" So I was just keen to do it, just to meet them, anyway. And so I, I went in, and uh, it's the only podcast I was listening to at the time. So what a weird coincidence that they'd contact me. But I, so I went, done this pilot with I'm Alex, who's a YouTuber, and mm. Stevie. And obviously, there's been a few shakeups along the way to try and get the right feel and stuff but I feel where we're at now me and Stevie what we can do I I have no idea and I'm not trying to say this to be humble or anything like that like when it comes to like the commentary stuff I do I know I'm good at that but when it comes to the podcast I have no idea why it blew up so quickly I I fully didn't expect it to now we're getting good guests on and stuff and I can appreciate why it might grow but Mm it was just me and my mate just chatting shit and that's yeah. not we didn't break the mold there like this is what that's what podcasts are up and down the country mm. but i mean we just got our spotify wrapped um through and uh yeah. we're the second most listened to uh comedy podcast in the uk for 2020 wow. so it's that's like, incredible insane mate insane I'm, i mean i'm loving every single minute of it as you quite rightly said and yeah. I'm, I'm just so so lucky mate and uh it's my it's my passion project now like that is yeah. my it's my everything now yeah Mm. I honestly keep going with it as well because Thanks, it's, just, it's we need to get you back on it uh, back on uh, oh, happy hour this time listen I'd love to once once everything's back to bloody normal and once yeah. you know normality is 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 here again yeah mm. 100% I'd love to go on yeah 100% would do it I want to get your thoughts on the YouTube boxing scene which yeah. is kind of coming into the, the main boxing scene yeah um, as much as people don't like them Mm. Um, he's just a very controversial figure. Jake Paul has made a lot of headlines mm-hmm. since um, knocking out the Nate Robinson last week. Yeah, calling out everyone. Yeah, calling out Conor McGregor, saying he'll knock out Conor McGregor. Um, he's calling out Dylan Dennis. He's calling. He's just calling out everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and KSI, of course. Yeah, 
I, I can give him a little bit of credit for he's he's really doing like McGregor McGregor said he'd knock out Floyd Mayweather in early 2017. Mm-hmm. Now the difference between Jake Paul and Conor McGregor is he is a trained, you know, combat mixed martial artist. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this whole thing? And and I I, I assume I think we are going to get a Jake Paul versus KSI fight in the summer. I think that's definitely going to happen. I don't know if it'll be the summer, but I, I, I do think it will happen. I know JJ said regularly that he wants to focus on his music and, and whatnot. Yeah. And we, we, we filmed the podcast yesterday with Calix, who's a, a very close He's friend a of JJ's. Friend, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, it's not out yet, but he said that, I, I said to him the same as you just asked me, I was like, is it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And he was like, it has to happen. Like that's the only YouTube fight that people will care about now. Um, Jake, like, KSI has obviously beat his brother. Uh, Jake's arguably the most active boxer in that scene now, and arguably mm. the best from what we've seen. The only the um, he's undefeated as well, isn't he? He's free, free and oh yeah, free so, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that is the fight that people want to see. Um, I think it will happen. I don't know if it might be toward the end of, of 2021 or yeah. even early 2022, but JJ has a lot more to lose in that fight than Jake Paul does, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the, the crazy thing, you know, amidst all of this as well, you know, Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather has just been announced as well. It's insane. <laughs> I can understand why the sort of like traditional boxing fans are annoyed. Yeah. 100% I can understand that. But this is yeah. just the mishmash of, the, of the, the world we live in now. It's boxing. And I think Mike Tyson said it. Mike Tyson said, you should thank these guys that have come in. They're, they're saving us. Yeah. I kind of fit because I, I have a few mates who are, you know, pro boxers and are kind of starting their career off. And when I see them kind of, you know, fighting in venues with say 500 people, it it's upsetting for them. And I can understand where they're coming from, where, you know, guys pretty much with, with no training, these guys yeah. have been training in the amateur circuit since yeah. they were kids and they're getting those big opportunities, but that's boxing. Boxing is a sport where you really have to use your, your mouth is, is, is the main thing. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. It honestly is. I completely get why they're, why they'd be pissed off, but I mean, this is, this is life. You've got some, you've got some great comedians out there that are doing the circuits and then you'll have some YouTuber come along that people consider to be funny. And then there'll be yeah. a guest on eight out of 10 cats or they'll, yeah. they'll get that gig that other people didn't want. It's that we're, we're living on the, on the cusp of this transition period yeah. where we, we are the first social media stars if you will like mm. like we're, there, there's no one before us like we're the first yeah. wave of it doing they'll be they'll be online impressionists way after you mm. but you were the first online person to do that you yeah. Schaefer, them kind of lot and then yeah we, we've so so we're, we're lucky that we 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 did what we did and we at the time we did it and that's yeah. why we probably get opportunities that maybe are a bit above our reach or, or, yeah. or but but that's that's the way the world is now everyone needs to get online now mate you see these mainstreams take it away from boxing for a second but my granddad who doesn't understand what i do but follows everything he always yeah. says oh you need to get on tv you need to get on tv but i'm like granddad yeah, let's say yeah. let's say you want me to be the next derma o'leary or something you can guarantee in a couple of months time or a year's time he'll make a youtube channel people are coming th- this way it's not going that yeah. way anymore they're coming yeah. this way you and s- i think yeah with, with the boxing thing i'm not telling anyone any box that they've put their blood sweat and tears into mm. what they do for years and they they do deserve all the opportunities that these YouTubers are getting and more, but you need to have a social presence now. That's where yeah. people are going to follow you. That's where they're going to hear your smack talk and all of this stuff. So, so yeah, just, just get on, get online, build that profile whilst you build your, your sort of sporting profile yeah. as well. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And as well, I, I just with, with Logan Paul as well, I, I really, you know, since the whole thing a couple of years ago in, in Japan, and mm-hmm. um, I think he, uh, he's matured big time. Yeah. You know, and, and I think he, it, a lot of, you know, a lot of big, I don't think his brothers has, has learned anything, to be honest no. with you. But I, t- I, I look at him now and I think he's very, he's become very reserved. He's very respectful. And I've kind of, I think people are to have kind of taken a new, a new kind of liking to, to Logan Paul, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you yeah. learn from your mistakes. So um, I still think that with him getting this fight against Floyd Mayweather, I just think it's crazy. But listen, fair play to him. You know, it's, it's a big payday for him against... Yeah. 
arguably the greatest yeah. boxer we have ever seen. So no. Yeah, it's it's madness. But you you are bang on there, Al. Like Logan has completely transformed his image, and and it's mm. it comes from the heart. Like again, I said this on the pod with Callich yesterday, but some of the sort of like little monologues and speeches that Logan's come out with on on his podcast recently, he did a he did a brilliant speech about the BLM movement. Um, mm, yes, uh, that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It, like and, and and that wasn't that that wasn't fabricated for for view like that came from the heart you could mm. you could tell that and then he recently did one about harry styles and people calling him out for wearing a dress and whatnot and mm. and and whether or not and and I, I firmly agree i want to put on record i completely agree with what logan had to say of course but whether or not you do agree or you don't agree you should be able to, to take some kind of inspiration from how passionate logan is and getting his points yeah. his points over um and and, and logan is just he, he doesn't need uh, me to say this of course but he just seems like he's matured so so much and mm. I, I guess he hit a bit of a rock bottom when when he did what he did and and mm. and, and and you can't help, help can you really hold someone accountable for when, when they've when they've apologized and clearly moved on for, for for one mistake whereas as you quite rightly said again Jake Paul he's just it's just it just comes across like a prick doesn't yeah. it yeah I, I just think he Fair play to him with the boxing and everything like that. I just think he needs to learn a few lessons in yeah. life and being a, just being just a bit respectful and mm-hmm. uh, you know he just. I think he tries. I think he's kind of he's kind of he wants to be the hated one now, and that's kind of his whole spiel. He wants to be the you could say the wrestling heel. You know mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's kind of what he he craves to be. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, we, uh, but uh, but it's got to be said. It, Again, Al, you, you're a boxing fan. I'm not. I'm not huge on it. Like I watch the big fights. I'm very yeah. much an armchair fan, a plastic fan, and, I, and I'll accept that. But yeah. from what I've seen, and tell me if I'm wrong, mate, he looks all right as far as YouTube boxers go. He looks okay. He's yeah, not fought, he's not fought anyone with any sort of pedigree, of course, but he does look decent. Yeah, he does. In terms of the the YouTube boxing community, mm. he does look like he's the best of the best. Of right. Us. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I think the fight between him and, and JJ will be a very intriguing watch because he's yeah. not going to fight Conor McGregor. <laughs> no, and I'm sure McGregor, I'm sure McGregor is going, look at that kid, look at that kid giving me a bit of fair play to him. McGregor's probably not saying who the fuck is that? He goes, fair play to him. Let him come. You know, oh, I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say McGregor's, I, 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 should I call him Floyd? You know what I mean? <laughs> Floyd wanted none of my business, but I called him out. I got a bit, I got a bit of clout, I got a bit of movement, you know what I mean? And yeah. So this kid's calling me out, fair play. <laughs> Man, I, I'm the final boss, I'm the big boss of this whole shit, so fair play to the kid. He'll get, spark, he'll get sparked out within 10 seconds, but fair play to him. Yeah. <laughs> <Fast>. <laughs> um, I want to get your thoughts on West Ham. You're a huge West Ham fan. Yeah. Right. Also, you've, you've got a amazing gig you're, you're doing pre-match and um, you're doing the pre-match kind of talk show before mm. the the games at the um at the london stadium yeah mental. believe that's a huge dream as a west oh, ham mate, fan. It's, it's literally the pinnacle of everything like, you, like your, your dad was the huge west and he got you into west ham your dad yeah my dad mate he's my dad's from bromley so he's from that that sort of way in the world I, I, as you said at the start i'm i'm from norwich um yeah as you can tell by my norfolk accent but my my, my dad is a huge huge west ham fan and, and and like i said with helping fiona get out of her retail job was a proud moment for me i think mm. what slightly even just topped that the proudest moment in my life is the moment I can call my dad up and go, Dad, I'm going to be a presenter for West Ham. And, and I mean, he always says that he's lived vicar- he lives his life vicariously through me. He made a lot of mistakes as a youngster and ended up sort of in jail. And mm. uh, he taught, when I was born and growing up, he taught me a lot of morals and instilled a lot yeah. of morals in me. And, and so I owe him a lot in that respect. And to, yeah, this West Ham job, I mean, like just making him proud was a, pinch myself moment uh yeah yeah the show's called live from london stadium and it's just the pre-match build-up show uh me and carlton cole and a guy called uh chris skull are the presenters um yeah. and i mean i'm just there as the fan mate i'm not going to try and pretend to be anything that i'm not i'm, I'm not i can't give any tactical analysis formations mm. anything like that i'm just there to have a good have a laugh and hopefully get some viewers on side yeah oh absolutely that's the dream man and what's 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 your prediction with west ham this season 
you're getting it's, it's a mad life. season, isn't it? It's mad. Anyone can beat anyone. I know that's a cliche, but they literally can beat anyone. West Ham, we we, we lost our opening game to Newcastle. We looked dreadful. We, mm. we and then our second game was another loss against Arsenal, but we looked decent. So I see a tweet from Joe Tomlinson through who presents the social on Sky oh, Sports. Oh yeah, Joe's and, great. Yeah. yeah, good lad, and he's a United yeah. fan as well. Yeah. And um. And he tweeted saying West Ham look like they could be the first team in Premier League or something like that that will get zero points from eight games. And I looked at our, our fixtures, West Ham's fixtures, because we had some tough, tough teams up there. Mm. And I was annoyed because I agreed. I was like, we're not going to get a single point. We yeah. later went on. The next game, I think we beat Leicester 4-0. Yeah, away from home. Away from home. Wolves 3-0. Um Tottenham 3 3. Obviously, Lanzini scored that last oh. second. I went mental. Uh, Man City, we drew against. Like we, So, West Ham are just, I don't know how, but the team seems to, I guess Moisey stabilised them a little bit now. Yeah. That's what he's good at. He's a stabiliser. So, so. Um, you dominated United last week for 60 minutes. Oh, I know. I know. And, and, and then it just, it, it felt like I was watching two different games. When Bruno came on, he absolutely yeah. kicked. Like, I, I, I do this thing where I purposely wind up fans of other teams on Twitter. Arsenal are my main one, so I'll wind them up all day long. Oh. But, I con- <laughs> but I constantly talk about uh, Bruno, and I, it's a cliche, and, and, and this is the thing. I want to get it on record. I love it. I think he's brilliant, right? And, and that's why I like to mug it, mug it off, because when he gets a penalty and we call Man United Penchester United, that's only because we're frustrated that you've managed to get a player like that like yeah. as as a, as a as a neutral as somebody who doesn't support one of those top teams you always and I think we're all like this deep down you like to see the giants fall because yeah. you hope that you see a bit of yourself in over maybe overtaking them yeah. and then so when man united obviously the fergie era was unrivaled or the best of the best and then you see them have this bit of come down where, and and I, I mean, you've got a lot of Man U fans that watch you, so I'm going to get a bit of stick for this. I'm only being honest, the same as you would be the other way around. I, I take a little bit of enjoyment from from not seeing you just win everything all the time. Yeah, but, I'm not, a lot of fans do, yeah. But but now you've got Bruno, it's like he 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 has the ability to win you yeah. any any game in the Premier yeah. League. Well, so. I, I, I mean, I get a lot of shit from Liverpool fans. Mm. Uh, not so much the Liverpool fans that are based in Liverpool, Dublin Liverpool fans. Just right. Like, so much shit on Twitter. Yeah. I don't even talk about Liverpool because it's not my right to talk about Liverpool because they're too good. You right. know, if they lose a game, I know they're gonna they're gonna win their next game four or five nil. It's just it's just the, what Klopp has instilled into that team. Yeah. But yeah, my, my thoughts on Ole, I mean, I look like an idiot to be honest with you, because like eight weeks ago I said Ole in and I, I was yeah. all over it and now that I'm seeing the different formation changes, you know, he's rotating. We've we played three different formations this season. Yeah. He's rotating the players every game. I'm just... And, and, and it's the reason why we're inconsistent. I just don't think he can take us to that next level. Right. But, he's, but he's brought a lot of positives back. He, you know, we're playing that exciting football again. Mm. We've got rid of the dead wood. There's, mm. a, there's kind of a good structure in place there. And he's mm. brought in some really good signings. You know, I know Maguire gets a lot of flack, but I think Maguire, I, I, I do think he is at heart. I think he is a good defender. I think he's a solid defender. Wan-Bissaka made a few mistakes the other night, but I think he is still very good. And then you look at the likes of Bruno yeah. as well. So he has made some decent signings, but I just think he's reached his ceiling and I don't think he can take them to that right. level. Well, watching, watching Man U, um, obviously you're lucky enough to be there. And um, I, I can say now, testament to, to, to United, because I, I can't claim to follow all your fixtures and, and know exactly how you're playing and stuff. Uh, yeah. But that second half was like watching Man U of old. And, and yeah. it, it, as, soon as, as soon as you equalised, I, I, I think every fan in that ground knew it was only going to go one way. And yeah. the last five, six times we played you, whether you've won or West Ham have won, it's never been a scary ordeal for West Ham. It's like, we might win, we might nick something. That second half, I was like, this it feels like Fergie's there again. Like it was like, yeah. it, so so obviously and you've got the squad to, to do that's that. That's the crazy thing about Oli. He shows, like his teams show signs of that, that you know, that glorious Fergie team. Mm. And then it's, and then it's it's kind of like the same thing all over again. It's like sometimes they play like the way Van Gaal and Mourinho's teams played. Yeah. You know, and, 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 yeah. Moyes as well, but Moyes, I think, was very unfortunate. I don't think he was given enough time. It's a, it's a tough one for Moyes, but uh, yeah, it, look what he's done with West Ham. He, he's he's yeah, he's bought, he's bought in the right players. Like um, I think 
Yeah, it must have been him that bought Sushek. I'll look like an idiot if it if it turns out that it wasn't, but I think it was Moyes that bought Sushek. I think then, it might have been, yeah. Yeah, and, and that was that was January, so I'm pretty sure we had him then. Um, we him. Yeah, and, and, and like he is a stabiliser. Like we we are we 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 are quite. Man United obviously made us look silly, but we 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 are hard to break down now. We are yeah. like I think we, we, we our goal difference was until the other day like was one of the best in the leagues. Like yeah. and, and, and and as a West Ham fan saying that that's it. That's great insane. to say. We all we always have a minus goal difference, but yeah. It's so fair play to Moisey. Maybe he didn't get. I know we're talking about stuff from years ago now, but maybe he didn't get the chance that perhaps he mm. he deserved. Who who knows? Well, let's see what Ole does, of course, because. Been tough, been tough couple of days. So play, of course, we, we play well in the league and then comes to the Champions League fixtures and we're not too good. So we'll see what we'll see what happens. Of course. Do your best. <laughs> That's so good. It took me a while to learn that one. Yeah, I bet. Fucking, I tell you, Jesus Christ, it was months trying to mix that Norwegian accent and Manchester accent yeah yeah I bet how, <laughs> how, how do you how do you go about learning an, an impression is it just about doing it over and over again yeah like you know people sing in the shower I yeah. do impressions in the shower oh wow when I'm in the car by myself I'm talking to myself in impressions <laughs> yeah yeah is there some sort of like <laughs> is there words from like if you do Yale, like is there is there words you can't yeah. say as him oh um I don't know really. There's keywords, of course. Yeah. Fantastic and kind of like that. And it's ooh, 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 ooh. it's it's kind of it's like different kind of octaves in, in the voice. It's yeah. It's a weird one. Yeah. You know, nice. but you, you ask impressive. when I try and learn an impression, some can take months and some can take a day. It's oh, weird. Wow. Weird. Wow. Schaefer wow. is the same. Schaefer will tell you the exact same thing, you know. Some takes so long. Connor Moore, another brilliant impressionist. Oh yeah, phenomenal, Connor, unbelievable. Like Connor locked himself in a room for two weeks trying to perfect his Tiger Woods impression. You oh. know, that was the dedication he put into that. Yeah, you know, before he put out that Masters video. So there is a lot. You have to kind of, you know, if you act, if you're actively learning new voices, you'll you'll get there. You will yeah. get there. You know. Yeah. No, it's, it's class. It's yeah. so impressive. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> ah, cheers, pal. Well, look, honestly, Jack, what a guest. Thank you so Thank much you, for mate. coming on, pal. Um, Appreciate it, mate. And I hope I hope to see you again in, in person and not this whole virtual spiel, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get you on happy hour when the world goes back to normal, mate. We'll yes, mate. Ah, oh, definitely. Yeah, we'll have a point as well. I, I'm yeah. looking forward to going back to the UK. Just, yeah, mate. Just that... that Shitty little Ryanair flight. I don't care. Get me over to the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on, mate. Give, give my love to your family and, and yeah. have a lovely Christmas, mate. You too, pal. Legend. Thanks right, a million, Jack. Cheers, Al. See you later, buddy. Build your own unique bets and get the odds instantly with Betfred's Pick Your Punt Builder. Corners, cards, goal scorer and more. They've got them all. Download the Betfred app to build your own unique bets with instant odds. 18 plus BeGambleAware.org Singles only Pick Your Punt Builder is available on selected matches at Betfred's discretion Visit Betfred.com slash promotions for more information and for full terms and conditions